No. Hold on. We're going. We're starting Shira, boys. I will stories afterwards. Everybody's muted. Good. All right, Raboisai. Uh, where's the Where's that thing? Here we go. Uh oh. No, don't, don't even. I'll do it. Today's shear. Let's first. David Gerzi had a boy. Mazel tov, mazel tov. We should only hear Simchas Raboisai. Back to the Corona. Today's share is being sponsored for the complete Rufua Shlema of Tzvika Reisman, or Tzvi Reisman, Tzmachloikas, Tzvichayim ben Heleno Shendel. Also, Rufua Shlema of Rufal David Yecheskel. Tzvika Reisman. Tzvika Reisman. But, but not, not Shendel like you said, it's Shendel. We found out it's Shendel. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ratzka Tzvi. Yeah. From L.A. Rufu Shleiman for Rafal David Yecheskel ben Peril. I started saying the story. I didn't really emphasize the point that much. But the bottom line is that my shver went into the Kailo, picked a guy, David Oppenheimer, young guy, huge Talmud Chacham, and they learned every single day. The point is, a person could come to a realization that he needs to add Torah in his life. He added Torah in his life, and his son, in fact, went from being somebody that didn't learn that much, today he's a chashva, chashva, rosh hashiva, of nesivis ayra, and he doesn't stop learning, and my shver says that it's this, that he took himself seriously and learned with this guy, so Rafal David Yecheskel should have a refur shleima, he's in ICU, ventilated, on a ventilator, etc. Lilu nishmas Rabbi Yisrael ben Rabbi Yitzchok, today is his yard site, not Corona, Baruch Hashem. Lilu Nishmas, this is from our friend Avrami Lebowitz. And Lilu Nishmas Levi Tzodok ben Shamai David Siselski. Yes, did I pronounce it okay? okay. He's a Ben Bayis. He had many, many meals at my Mechutanim's house in New York, in Flatbush, and then in Lawrence. So he was just Nifter and on Friday. He doesn't have a Mishpacha, His, he doesn't have children. Balchuva, big Rachmanus. He's nifter by himself in the hospital. His neshama should have an aliyah. All right. We should stop with all these sponsorships. And I just heard the devastating, devastating news out of Chicago. Somebody I knew well, a young, young person. Uh, yeah, what's his name? Reb Nachum. Reb Nachum Langsner. A good friend of, one of the supporters of the Shir, Yitzhi Weiss, best friends, next door neighbors for years. And uh, his son actually was my son's classmate in school for the years that we lived in Chicago. Everybody knows him, a sweet guy. It's, it's just unbelievable what's going on in these neighborhoods. Young, young guy. I don't think he's 50 yet. So, I just heard the news right before Shir. I don't have his name even. I don't have, I don't know what it is. But they're trying to, to do a Levayanar Yisrael, again, from this devastating disease. 
But it says, we're going to learn today, we have to start to share with the Milsa the Dichusa, we have to be besimcha, we can't go every day, it's like Narevayim, it's day after day, the news, the bad news. Dear Rebelli, I just wish to thank you for your daf shir. I decided to start the daf to cycle after going with my father to see him. This is somebody from Lawrence, New York. I love when people from all over the country send in. This is the first time from Lawrence. He just finished his third cycle. He's one of the Holocaust video presenters at the end of the presentation over there, I guess, in the Siam Shas. But there was an issue. I was scheduled to start vacation that Sunday, the first day of the new cycle, and was traveling on many trips through February. But I decided not to wait. Oh, you don't wait. And did my first daf by myself. I sent a few of my WhatsApp groups the fact that I started the daf Yoimi and somebody recommended the 8-minute daf to review. After I joined the 8-minute WhatsApp group, I realized that you gave a whole sheer. I am happy to report that I learned with you on YouTube in Bahamas, Brazil, Argentina, and many cities in the USA. And although now everybody's doing sheer online, yours is still the best. Even in your house by yourself. I'm still going strong, and it's only thanks to your sheer. Thanks again, Shoal Katz from Lawrence, New York. Shkoyach Reb for the chizuk. Dear Ellie, thank you so much for the sheer. Both eight minute and the regular one. I heard about your sheer from you last Pesach. This is from my nephew-in-law. But never really had much interest until past Sima Shatz when he decided I wanted to be one of them inside the next time. The beginning with brachas was easy, and I only listened to your eight minute sheer every Friday. And that is the only time I can access the internet in yeshiva. When Mesech the Shabbos began, however, it was much harder to lane up in yeshiva schedules. I began listening to your full shirim on Fridays, even though it took three and a half hours. Listen to this. This kid listens to the shir for three and a half hours straight, listening to seven 45-minute shirim on one and a half speed. Baruch Hashem, the clock's changed in the U.S., giving me more, more time on Fridays. However, only two days later, the corona came to Maryland, and I had to go home. Baruch Hashem for Zoom though, I'm now able to join your shroom every day live. Thanks for making an enjoyable share, which can count. you can see him sometimes on Zoom. He is from Maryland. I don't know if he's on today, but he's on other days. Captain is such a broad range of people and learning backgrounds. I wish you, Fagin, and all your kids a lot of success in making Pesach for the first time. Ay, ay, ay. And I feel bad that you aren't even able to pick up food from DB this year. That's our chef. That's our cousin who made us food. I'll miss, I'll miss your booming voice in the Mis Medrash. He's on. He's on. Ah, Aaron Shields. You see, I didn't read your email last night. I thought maybe last night I knew you wouldn't be able to be on. But today, Baruch Hashem, you see. But I'll try to learn anyway. This is a great schos. I thought I was very quiet in the base marriage. Booming voice. Okay, this is a great schos for all you and Claudius in these difficult times. Love your almost nephew from Olney, Maryland, not Detroit. Don't ever accuse this kid from being from Detroit. Olney, Maryland. Never heard of that name before. All right, Raboisai, we're going into our beautiful Agatha Sugya, but first we have to take care of a Mishnah. One second, Eric. Yes. Look at this visitor in my house. Happy birthday, John Stefanski Yeshua, with the corona, stay away from him. By the way, they say that one out of three tests are false negatives. So although he got a false negative corona, I don't let that guy in my house. Avrami Leibowitz, your father should have an Elias Neshama. Father should, what did I say? 
No, but uh, Avram Leibowitz, his father's nifter a different time. Uh, today happens Yud Aleph Nisan is his father's yard side. All right, Zokta Eligim Mishnah. If a person turns off the fire, he extinguishes the fire, why? Because he's fearful of goyim, listim. Goyim means that they have a holiday and they say it's usher for you to light candles. Only us on our holiday. Scared, they're going to do something to him. They list him. Bad robbers, bad guys. A wind will come and, and destroy his house. And you have a chaylaz, the Gemara is going to say, Chaylaz Sakana, you want him to sleep, Potter. Now, typically, what does Potter mean? Potter, Avalasur. It's your Potter, you're not going to get a Einish, but you shouldn't do it. So we need to understand what's going on here. It's Chaylaz Sakana, the Gemara is going to discuss. If a person wants to save his Lachter, his candelabra, his, his piece of earthenware. So that's why he takes it, he sees it's heating up, it's overheating. So he, he, he turns off, he extinguishes the flame. He wants to save some of the oil. He wants to save his wick. This is no good. For that, you're Chayov. Rabbi Yoisi holds all these cases of Potter, Chutzmin Apsilo, Mipnei Shuoisa Pechom. Now, Rabbi Yossi says that making a little bit of charcoal is also Everything else is fine. What's going on here? So we have to understand, in order to understand a little bit of the, the following sugya, we have to understand this concept called melacha she'eina she'in tzricha legufa. You're doing, you're taking, you're doing a melacha that you don't need for the actual it's a, that, you know, it's a little bit hard for me to explain or understand, but here's, here's, I'll tell you the concept and you'll understand. Why am I extinguishing this flame? Do I want the flame to extinguish or I don't want the flame here? In other words, I'd rather that this candle wasn't lit at all. For example, this case of psila, I want to extinguish the flame. I like the fact that it was on and now it's off because that creates a charcoal. That creates black on my wick. But if I'm scared of a guy and I turn off the fire, I don't want it off. I have no enjoyment with me turning that off. I'd rather that the candle wasn't on to begin with. It's not creating anything. So let's take it one step even more. The whole Isser of Malacha, according to Rashi, is similar to the Mishkan. And the Mishkan, you were creating something. By me extinguishing a flame, I'm not creating anything. I'm just not going to die. A guy's not going to find me and kill me. I didn't create anything. But if I'm creating charcoal, says Rabbi Yossi, that's a problem. So that's the, that's the, the, the best example. It's charcoal. I'm extinguishing a flame. Well, we understand if you build something, if I'm weaving something, that's creating. But when you extinguish a flame, how are you creating? You're creating by creating a wick that's now charcoal. That's the only one. But by me extinguishing a flame so a sick person could sleep, I didn't create anything. I got rid of a problem. Getting rid of a problem is not a creation. That's melacha she'ein tzrich gufa. I don't need the actual melacha. It's not doing anything for me. Says the Gemara, midiktani seifa, daf lamed omadalf. 
So once again, we have a machloikis, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon. We had a couple of their machloikis, and now it's a new one. The fact that the Mishnah says that if I extinguish a flame so my leichter doesn't blow up, I'm chayev, according to Rebuda. It has to be Rebuda. Because according to Rebbe Shimon, I'm potter. I extinguish a flame not for the purpose of extinguishing the flame, just to save a leichter. That's not a, I didn't gain anything. I didn't create anything by extinguishing the flame. So it must be Rebbe Yehuda. So we have to understand Reish of a signal. What's, what's the ratio talking about? So what's the language potter? Potter means it's not very, it's not a good idea to do. And if you do it, I'm not going to give you a chi of carbon, but you're over midrabanan. But why? If there's a sick person, it's a chayla, it should be 100% mutter. If there's no isad rabbanan at all. So why are you telling me there's isad rabbanan? And if it's a guy that has a headache, what are you telling me? He's potter? He's chayv 100%? You know how to do a, a isra like that on Shabbos for somebody that's not really sick? Says the Gemara. No, we're dealing with a chayla that has a sakana you're allowed to, and it's 100% mutter. So you ask me, mutter. so why doesn't it say the word mutter? It says potter, which tells us that he's really chayev. It just fits in well with the wording of the seifa. You're right. It should really say mutter because that's really what it is. It's 100% mutter. You shouldn't have any sveikas. Like a guy that goes on a hatzala call, it's not that he's potter, he's not going to, he doesn't have to, he's mutter. He could go into the car and relax and turn off the engine, turn on the engine. Mutter, not potter, mutter. The Mishnah just didn't use that Lashen because it doesn't fit well with this Sefer where it says Chayev. The opposite of Chayev is Potter. So we use that Lashen. Now Rabbi Shai says, Mephorish, that you want the sick person to be able to sleep, you shouldn't do it. And if you do it, you, you extinguish the flame, you're Potter. Aval Asur says, Mephorish, you're not allowed. Over there you have to say, Rabbi Shimini, so that obviously is going in a case where there's no sakana, you have no right to extinguish the flame, and it goes according to Rebbe Shimon. Because according to Rebbe Yehuda, you're chayiv, chayiv, chayiv throughout the whole thing. It's not potter, you're 100% chayiv. But according to Rebbe Shimon, since you extinguished it so he could go to sleep, that's a malachash in Tzrich Legufa, you're potter, but midrabana nitzasa. And here goes the Agadetah. I could only find his name once in Chas, right here. They asked Rabbi Tanchum, although Rabbi Tanchum is famous for Agatha, but the Min Nove, I don't know, maybe just here they say his name, that he comes from Nove. So they asked him, Could you extinguish a flame in front of a Chayla that has a Sakana? Now, what's the answer? We all know. If you have a Chayla Shesh Sakana, and he's going to sleep better, you extinguish the flame, 100% water. But what does he do? He was supposed to get up there and give a, a speech. So this was a segue. They asked him a question. Oh, you're asking a great question. Instead of saying mutter, he went on a full Ahmed, a, a massive Ahmed, a very fat one, a lot, a lot of words, to give them a drasha. It was beautiful. And that's how they gave drashas. In order to 
to get their attention and to bring them in, he started talking in Agatha. And he started saying, You are Shleim HaMelech. Where's your Chachma? Where's your... How does it make sense what you're doing? Where's your understanding? Say that word, please. Say it five times. Isn't it? It's not even enough that what you're saying contradicts your own father. Now, obviously, he's going to explain it. He starts off very sharp. You're contradicting yourself. You contradict your father. What's going on with you? In four days, we're going to say this. Beautiful. A dead person can't give a kashbohu shvach. But Amarto, in Koyhelas, Shlomo Amalek says, Oh, the dead are great. And what, what's the continuation of the Pasuk? They're better than the live. And then you also say, A live dog is better than a... This is the only... No, I have another one. Then, a live lion. Live lion, a boy say. Yes, it's a real picture. Not Photoshop. A live dog, better than a dead lion. So what's going on here? Loi kashi. Hodik omer David, loi amesim yalu yo, hachik omer. Loi lom yasik odem bat toiro v'mitzvah iskodim shiyomus. A person, shechaparayin, grab as many toiro, as much toiro mitzvahs as he can before he dies. He never knows. Chicago already two young people. Koim shiyomus, shikivan shemeis, botol menat toiro, menat mitzvahs. Once you're dead, you're dead. Can't learn Torah anymore. The famous Maisa with the Vilna Goyen. He was dying on Chalamayit Sukkot. And he grabbed his tzitzis and he said, Look, for a few cents, look what you could buy in this world. And he started crying. Because once you're dead, there's no tzitzis, there's no Torah, there's nothing. Akash doesn't take any honor from this dead person. He can't, he can't give Akash Borchu nachas or anything. Dead people are free. Even Shemais, Adam, once a person is dead, he's free from Torah. He he's not obligated, he can't learn it, doesn't accomplish anything with Torah. So, what does it mean that I take honor in the dead? When Klai Yisrael sinned in the Midbar, Moshe Rabbeinu, the greatest Jew that ever lived, davened, and Akash Baruch didn't answer him. But when he mentioned the dead, Avram Yitzchak Yisrael, so he was answered b'schus the Mesim, so you see, Mesim have more schos than the ones that are alive. You see, it fits beautifully into the Pasuk. I give praise to the Mesim. Who are the Mesim? Avram Yitzchak Yaakov. Dover Acher. Another pshat. This somehow has to do with the candles. I asked you a question about a candle. Can I extinguish a candle for a person that is very sick? It goes through this whole thing. Melch Bas Vedom. 
If a king makes a decree, look, Bibi made a decree, they're not listening to him. They walk around wherever they want to walk around, in Tel Aviv, in Bnei Brak, wherever they want, they feel, they go, they do. They don't listen. And sometimes they do listen, like in Russia. In Korea, they'll listen, because otherwise you get a bullet in the head. But once the guy dies, they're not doing it out of respect. They'll do it because he's alive, they're scared of him. He instituted things, like for instance, when they get to us, says Rashi, he started asking, he started talking about the Allah of Pesach 30 days before. He also was a Mesakin, in Birkis Hamazin, he was a Mesakin, and we say every day. All generations. And therefore, it makes a lot of sense what Shlomo Amalek said. Huh? Huh? He said beautifully. Give me a sign. A beautiful sign. My enemies will see the sign. And they'll be embarrassed. In other words, David HaMelech had Shimi Ben Geris family, Shol's Ben family, that they all had Tainus on. David HaMelech, especially they would say, that they would talk about this, the story with Bathsheba. Bathsheba married, uh, David HaMelech married Bathsheba, even though she was married to Uriah. And everybody said, David HaMelech sinned. But in fact, Uriah went to war, and he gave his wife a get. And La Halach, he was allowed to. But people, people said he was over a chet. And that I forgive you. Give me a sign so people know that I, that I didn't do any wrong. In your lifetime, I can't do that. Don't worry, everybody will know in your son's lifetime. Shlomo HaMelech tried to bring the art into the Kodesh HaKadoshim. He couldn't bring it in. It was too wide, especially with the people holding it. They couldn't fit in. Very embarrassing. You have all these stories go on the internet. People build things and they, they, they forgot. There's a door. There's a, you just you can't go in. He said 40, 24. Nothing. Open up the Sharim, let it come in. Who's going to come in? Now, the doors weren't very bright, and they thought that he's referring to himself. So the doors wanted to swallow up Shlomo Melech. Who are you talking about? You're talking about yourself? You're a Melech HaKavad? That's how you talk? Hashem I'm talking about Baruch Hu. Now, it's very interesting. We say this every week. We say this on Rosh Hashanah night, on Mayrev, we scream, You're probably wondering to yourself every time you read it, why do we repeat the same Pasuk twice? Is the difference between the two Pesukim? Why are we saying it? And the answer is, look what's going on here. They're very, very different, these Pesukim. One Pasuk is the doors talking. And they're asking Shalom HaMelech, what, you're the king? And Shlomo says, no, I'm not the king. I'm talking about Kodesh Baruch Hu, he's the king. And then Shlomo Melech repeats the whole Pasuk. And he starts from the beginning. I'll take it from the top. So now it makes a lot of sense. 
And then Shlom HaMelech repeats the whole thing. Shlom HaMelech is asking the question now, not the doors. Who? Ellie? Ellie. Who's Ellie? I think Tommy. Ah, Ellie Gamianski. Oh, hey. Yes, Ellie. Hey, Ellie, why are we singing? Which song? Right here. Sushi and Rosetta. Sushi and Rosetta. And we are not so busy. Why is it not unmuted? Because Gary's sleeping. I have a little corona. That's why my milk has the question. Hashem Tzivakoisu Melech Hu Melech HaKovoy Tzehelo Oi, I miss Judah. I miss Nachman Seltzer. Where are these guys? Where are they when I need them? But Shkoyach Eli, Shkoyach. Ah, take, I have to take the opportunity. V'loi Nano And Nakash Baruch Hu didn't answer him. Kivin Shomar Hashem Elohim Atoshep Pnei Mishichecho don't let me down. Or Mashiach. Don't let Mashiach down. Remember David, your, your servant. The entire Klai Yisrael saw it. I don't know what's going on with Avi's lens. There's a problem with Avi's lens. Because since last night, he's been trying to wipe that lens down. It's just not working. I don't know. Need a new, a new device. I'll go upon him. Klai Yisrael saw when Shleim HaMelech Davin and Davin 24 Kapitel I'm scrolling with my finger and it's going right over the camera that Ah, ah, okay, okay, now I got it so It's a sign I'm not focusing on learning things directly I'm scrolling something else What are you scrolling? The Gemara? No, the participants The people are <coughs> raising their hands They want to talk, stuff like that So I'm scrolling down Ah, the ah, list. ah, I, I got you Where's Gary? Is Gary on today? Gary sleeping Okay, we can do this without and Gary. You see, apparently... Lauren asked, why does the first Pasuk say Useu and the second Pasuk says Vehinaso? Did you say anything? Yeah, no, I didn't. Don't know. There's, all, there's other things. The, the Kavit Sela, the first time it doesn't say Sela. <coughs> Don't know. Boys of Shaw. So anyways, so you see that the idea is that Klai Yisrael was watching. They see this event, that you can't get the iron into the Kodesh HaKadosh, what's going on? And Shalom HaMelech Davin is nothing. And then when you mention David HaMelech, everything becomes wider, it fits right in. A sign from HaKadosh Baruch Hu that I forgive David, he didn't sin, because had he sinned such a terrible Averi with Bathsheba, I'm not going to change things around because of David. All his enemies turned into like the bottom of, of the pot, the dark, black bottom. And everybody realized right away, Kishborchu forgave David Amalek. Beautiful. 
Now it makes a lot of sense. Oh, the... we, got, we got two. Sorry, we got two new people on this year. A guy from Vienna and a guy from Melbourne. Wow, those are chashev. Guy from Vienna. I don't think we ever had Vienna. We had Melbourne. We have Melbourne almost every day. No, but beautiful Melbourne. Welcome. What's their names? Avi Bloomingfield, and who else? Sruli, from Melbourne. Sruli from Melbourne, and Avi from Vienna. Ah, Gevaldik. Welcome, welcome. 128 people on Zoom now. Ah, can you imagine? And 35 on, on YouTube. What the island's going through, Corona, and this, and look at Ellie, and he has three kids crawling over him. But we're learning Torah, Rabbi Sai, it's all about Torah, we've got to learn Torah. This daf, a lot of people say, but what's the most chashev of mitzvah a person can do? And who told you Torah is so chashev? Look, just read the words here. It becomes obvious why we learn Torah every day. So, they sat there by, by the, no, the, the, the Chanukah's Habayis, Chanukah's Habayis, eight days. It's a beautiful simcha. And they, and they gave a bracha to the king, and they went back to their tents, they were happy, and, and they had a, a happy heart. They were happy for what HaKadosh Baruch Hu showed about David. And to the Jewish nation. Says the Gemara, they all had a nace. Everybody's wife was tar. That simcha, simcha is hana from the shechina. The first thing that came to my mind when I was reading this: every single woman had a zacher. So that's basically a shidduch crisis. No, where are the girls? All you have is boys that year. It's a little bit of a crisis. David is mentioned because Hashem forgave him. You all remember the story. Chanukah Sabayis fell out right during Yom Kippur. And they all ate on Yom Kippur because they decided such a simcha. And it's an amazing concept. In our days, for instance, a lot of people wouldn't eat on Yom Kippur. How could you eat on Yom Kippur? How could you not dive in a minion? You have to go to a shul. And dive. But no, you have to do Rotzen Hashem. Whatever Akash Baruch Hu wants you to do now. Not what you're used to. Yeah, you're used to fasting on Yom Kippur. But guess what? Today is the biggest simcha. It's Chanukah Sabayis. My brain tells me that this Akash Baruch Hu wants me not to fast today. To eat on Yom Kippur. Without hearing it from Akash Baruch Hu, they decided it. Akash Baruch Hu said, you did the right thing. And whoever ate Ayim Kippur, go straight to Gan Eden. Could you please tell me how long I'm going to live? I need to know how long. What age am I going to die? And how long? What are my days? When am I going to be nifter? What day? I need to know the end. What day of the week? Tell me my end. Think about it. If we knew that they were going to die, I'm pretty sure we'll, we all would act differently. We'd probably be very, very into learning. 
trying to grab as much learning as we can, as many mitzvahs as we can. We're not going to talk to anybody. Spend some time with our family, but get those mitzvahs. If we knew that we're dead in, in a month, it'll be a whole different story. So it ruins the, the b'chira that we have. But Hashem not telling us if it's tomorrow or 50 years, we all think we're going to live forever. So that's why right now we waste our time. Umidas yomai mai, Yeah. He said, I'll do the exact same thing that I do every day. Okay, that's a person like Rabbi Victor Miller that his whole day was Avodah Hashem. He didn't have any wasted minutes. I'm talking about us, bus of Adam. We wouldn't mess around. You think, you think anybody would open up YouTube and watch a single Shtus video on WhatsApp? And watch all the dumb things that come on the news. Nobody, nobody. You take your phone and toss it off your porch, and just do avodah Hashem. You know that you're about to die. It's we only do that because we ha- we think we have plenty of time. They watch eight minutes off on one and a half speed. Ah <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. Anyway, I think that's the pshat. I I, I don't tell people when they're gonna die because otherwise it won't be fair. So David Melch persists, persists. Tell me, tell me. No, I can't tell you. So he says, but do me one favor. Tell me the day of the week. If you tell me the day of the week, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you alone. I don't care what year, what month. Just tell me the day. Now, it's cheating because now I could be very, very careful not to do any WhatsApps on that day of the week. Every time that day of the week comes, I'll be very careful. Fine. But you'll see there's a much better cheat here. Oh my Lord, Bishabbos Thomas. This is the famous story, but he knows the story. You're going to die on Shabbos. So he says, almost Bechel Bishabbos. I don't want to die on Shabbos. It's hard. As the Gemara says soon, he was actually in Niftar on Shabbos. It's a big problem. How do you carry a body on Shabbos? It's Mukta. Make it easier for my family. Sunday. Oh my Lord, No, can't do it on Sunday. Because. Shlomo is supposed to be king. That we had, right? Even one minute. Almost better of Shabbos. So you should die. I want to die on Friday. Oh my Lord, wait a minute. You yourself said, It's better to be Oyvid Hashem one day than a thousand not. I prefer one of your days of learning Torah than a thousand karbonis of Shlomo Melch, which he in fact did. Daf and we have Baruch Hashem nine minutes. But we started late, so we have a few more minutes. Kol <clears throat> So what David Melch do every single Shabbos? Have a Yosiv Goris Kol What does it say here? You don't have to be a genius to see that the Gemara says that if you're learning Torah, you can't die. The, the Malacham Mavis doesn't have power over you. It doesn't say if you're shaking the Lulav and Esrig. It says if you're learning Torah. Torah is number one. He can't get you. He can't kill you. So that day came. He was 70 years old and he had to die. Comes the Malacham Mavis, tries to collect the Neshama. He can't kill him. Because he didn't stop uttering the words of Torah. No, Omer Mayavidle. I don't know. Well, David Melch is is uh, is uh, what do you call it? Torah Sumnasa. He doesn't have to daven. 
I'm an avid lay. Says the 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 Malchamavas, I'm stuck. Have a lay bustona chori beise. David Amelach had an orchard behind his house. Also Malchamavas saw like a bachesh bilane. He started shaking up the trees, making a lot of commotion. Novak lemevze. He went out to see. Have a solik bedarga. He's walking down the step. If his darga metusei, so the step fell out, but underneath him ishtik v'noch nafshei. So he's, he was silent for a moment, for a millisecond, out of fear. And that's when the Malchamavis came and killed him. So I always had a question. Is that fear? If you're, if you're the Malchamavis, how are you allowed to scare somebody? I'm learning Torah, you can't kill me. It's not fear, oh, boo, oh, and I go like this. And then, oh, I got you. That's not fear. All the years I had the question. Last night I thought I had a Peshat. Tell me what you think about this Peshat. Could be it's very not true, but I'll say it anyways. I think the point is that the Malchamovas did a two-step trick here. He made noise outside, and David Amelch went, and obviously David Amelch was learning as he got up to look at the trees. Otherwise, he would have died immediately. So he's learning the whole time. That's how Gdolim did it. They walk, they learn. But maybe the point is, and I don't know, it could be it's, I shouldn't say this, but maybe because he got up and he shouldn't have gotten up. Don't look at the trees. Just because you hear an ambulance outside, you don't get up to look, even though you're talking and learning. Because he got up, that's why the Malchamavis was able to do step two and scare him. Otherwise, the Malchamavis should have just scared him right there. He said, boo, scare him, and, he, uh, and then he killed him. No, it was like a two-step thing. Fine, I don't know. I'm just saying. If you have a better shot, let me know. If Shlomo Melch sent a question, he had two questions for the Tamid Chachamim. My father is sitting in the sun. He died in the sun. Look, where did he go? He went outside to check the noise. He fell down the steps. So he's outside. And the sun is hitting him. It's bizarre mace. It's going to smell. So can I move him? It's Shabbos. Can I move the dead? The king, David HaMelech. Have another question. So here you see that David HaMelech had dogs. It's not the end of the world to have a dog. They're hungry. Ma'asa. Am I allowed to feed the dogs in Shabbos? Yes, you can feed the dogs, you can take some meat. An Avela. Even a dead animal has value if you give it to the dogs. But your father, the King David, has less value than that. The famous concept in Shabbos for Muktzah, if you're in a very, in a position like this, it's said about dead people. For Kavadah Briois, I allow you to take a, a loaf of bread, put it on the body, and now I pretend I'm carrying the loaf of bread, not the body. I, you don't do that with your wallet, you do it because of Kavadah Mace. But to feed a dog, I could take the, a nevela, a dead a piece of meat I can't even eat, it's a, a dead uh, roadkill, and give it to my dog, because the dog is alive, and Davana Melch is dead. A live dog is better than our King David, Aryeh Ames. Oh, and finally, and then that question, remember that question you asked me, about a candle. You have a chayla sheyesh sakana. he's about to die. He's very sick. And I want him to be able to sleep tight. I want to extinguish the fire on Shabbos. Ner kriya ner. It's a candle. Unish
Chaladim Korean Nair, it says in the Pasuk, Nairly Kim Nishmas Adam. Tich Ben Nair Shal Basav Adam, Evne Nair Shal Kodesh Baruchu. It's better that I extinguish this physical fire for the covet of Kodesh Baruchu, the Nishama, the Nair of. A, so, in other words, the life of a human being is more valuable than a candle, says Rashi. Obviously, I don't learn it from here. It says, V'chai Bohem, says Rashi. We know this from a different Pasuk. You're supposed to live. Torah is there for you to live, not to die. It's impossible that a halach in the Torah is going to cause your death. He just wanted to give them more agodah. Women would come and amaratzim. In order to get them involved in the speech, it gives us a, a Musar Haskell, how you give a speech. You don't give all this lamdisha thing, you're talking to Sherebrachas and nobody can understand what you say. You say things that are interesting and you get them in, and like that at the end, he's stuck in the halacha also. They wanted to put away Koyhelas because there were contradictions in Koyhelas. Amazing concept. Because Koyhelas starts off with Torah and ends off with Torah, they realize that this is a Torah safer. And although there are contradictions, but this is Torah. Shlomo Melech created Torah here. He wanted it to be Torah. Maybe we don't understand. It's not just a, a Musar book or whatever, like a good idea. It's Torah. What good, what what purpose is all this work that we do underneath the sun? What came before the sun? Torah. So Amelos had Torah, working hard and understanding Torah, that gives us purpose. Working hard at work and, and, and accumulating money and wealth and all those other things, we don't gain anything from it. So that's the first possible The end is, at the end, everything will be heard. You should fear Hashem and you should keep His mitzvahs. This is what humans are all about. This is life. The entire world was created for this, for learning, for doing mitzvahs. This person that does mitzvahs connected a person is equal to the entire world when he does mitzvahs. The whole world is created for this purpose, for this person. All those people in different countries creating cars and all that, it's for us doing mitzvahs. What does it mean that his, there's contradictions in Koyalas? Ksiv. Toiv kas Anger is better than laughter. And then he says, it's great to laugh, to be happy. I praise the happiness. What do I accomplish by being happy? It's not a contradiction. As we said many times, gets rid of the tzaddikim averus in this world so they can be pure in the world to come. But the, the Rishayim, the famous Gemara, I want to understand that Kosh Baruch Hu's drachim, Kosh Baruch Hu gives the Rishayim in this world, he pays them up in this world, so in the world to come, they don't have anything. 
טויף קשי קויסק אשבורך, עצית גם בודם הזה, מצחוק שמשחק אשבורך, שום בודם הזה. ולצחוק אמרתי מהוילו, זה צחוק שמשחק אשבורך, הוא מצדיק עם בודם הבא. It's referring to him about that the Shabbos is going to be happy with the tzaddikim. Veshibachti ani is a simcha, zoy simcha shel mitzvah. What's a simcha shel mitzvah? Says Rashi, like a wedding, being achnas is kala. Well, simcha mazayosa. And what's a bad simcha? It's a simcha sheinu shel mitzvah, just running to a bar and having a good time. That's a simcha sheinu shel mitzvah. La metcha shein shchina shayra loy mitich atzvus. I feel like this is a song, but I think it's a different one. You're not going to have shreyas hashchina when a person is sad. And not out of laziness. And not out of tzchok, uh, laughing and levity. Rashi says, talking unnecessary or necessary. Even if it's necessary, if it's dvar betelim, Hakadosh is not going to come. Only through mitzvah. Yes. We're running late. Harry is on. I'm sorry. Harry's on from Los Angeles, and Shiva ended this morning. All right. So we'll say one last time. Harry, you shouldn't know any more tzaras. Klaishol shouldn't know any tzaras. We should look back at this and and always be besimcha. Always besimcha. He's always with us. Harry's with us every day. So shenemar v'atok chuli minagin. Elisha, after he was angry and upset at the king, he said, I need to get out of this cast. What do I do? Bring me a musician. Avi, where's the musician? Where's Zevi? What's going on here? I know that Levi has a song for this. What? He's in bed. I know. I was, it, was, it, was, it wasn't a question I needed an answer for. Hi, Levi. You got a song? And because he brought music into his life, you see the Yisoyed of music bringing Simcha, and Hashem's hand went with, with Elisha. Omer Avi Yudo. You got to see this in Rashi. It says Rashi. It's right in the middle of the page. When you start learning Torah, you have to read an email. You have to give up such a stickle joke. You have to open up the heart and be besimcha, and then you jump into learning. I, Rashi said it, not me. You have to start off. The Gemara says it before, in a second. We thought the emails were serious. Depends for who. When it gives me, I need to be, you'll see soon, I need to be besimcha, so I need to be samech myself, tap myself on the shoulder. What a great chair, the best chair, and then la 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 la. And then I can go weiter. You want to have a good dream? You go to sleep with Simcha. But how does it fit in? The real Litvaks, they take this Gemara very seriously. When you sit and learn Torah, your lips should drip Mar. If not, you're going to be burnt. Those who are learning Torah, they have to have mar over. They have to be bizarre. Cry. Learn Torah. You ever go into these places? Mom is crying. And you say, Shalom Aleichem, that guy. And he looks at you like, you're a shagit. You're saying a lot of me. 
I'm, I'm not kidding. There's guys in this neighbor like that. They walk around like they're always in Avelos. They take this Gemara way too seriously. Like Ashi, the Rebbe has to be besimcha. The Talmud has to be serious. The, the Rebbe also has to be sometimes serious, sometimes not. When he starts off the shir, he has to be besimcha. And as he's learning, they have to be serious. Boys, I remember this Gemara. I always quote it with the wrong name. I always say it's Abaya. It's Rabba, 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 Rabba. Every single time, this Rabba, when he started his shir, he'd say a joke. He'd say a joke, get everybody laughing. They all giggle and laugh and be happy. And then he would sit in fear. So at least we got the laughing part. The fear part, okay, we'll work on it. We just laugh and enjoy. We're not rabbi. Says the Gemara, they try to bury and get rid of Mishle. Because there's a lot of contradictions. Why didn't they? We, we almost made that mistake with Kehelis. Thank goodness we figured it out that there's not, not a lot of contradictions, no contradictions. Let's look into it. We'll find the answers. It says, don't answer a fool like his fullness. Then all of a sudden says, you should answer uh, a fool. If a fool asks you a dumb question, on the Torah and tries to show you contradictions and, and show you that the Torah is wrong, you better answer him. But when he says shtuyot, he says, I had an affair with your wife, as the Gemara is going to say in a second, you don't answer him. He's Meshuggah. I had an affair with your wife. In other words, your children are mamzerim. Instead of answering him and giving legitimate, giving his taina legitimacy, you know, you did a great job. Here's a cup of wine. He drank the wine and he exploded like a, no, like a, what do you call it? Like a saita. A shaita became a saita. Same story. Now, this is worse because he's telling Rebchia. That you are a mamzer. You know why? Because I had an affair with your mother, and you are a mamzer. I have a good idea. Let's have a cup of wine. And he, he, he just died. Rebbe's famous davening helped him. Why? We had this in Brachas, that each Amoira and Tana would say a different tefillah, and some of them actually stuck, like this one, So what does it mean that you should answer a fool in Torah? A woman is going to give birth every single day. <laughs> wow. Don't tell this to your wife. Every day another child. And every night... You have to take care of 796 children. This one needs a battle, this one needs a burp, and this one needs a this. But you're going to have thousands of children, they're going to take care of all the new ones. 
Ligleg Allah Vaisi Talmud. Talmud started laughing. Now, last time we had a story like this, that the Talmud made fun of Rabbi Yechanan because he said that there's going to be giant jewels the size of the doors of Esamikdash. And they said, Ah, oh, I found them. And he said, You made fun of me? Poof. He became a pile of bones. Not a good idea to laugh. Wait a minute, I have a puzzle that says, There's nothing new under the sun. Akash is not going to make a new Metzias. There is something in this world. Once you see that concept in this world, then you can take the concept to other brioise. A chicken lays an egg every day. The trees are going to have fruit every day. Talmud, that same one came and made fun. Omar, Voksiv, Enkel Chodesh Tachas Hashemesh. There is something like that. Nafak Achvelit Slav. So Slav, we know what it is, the Caperberry tree. And it has actually three different types of fruit. You have this, you have this, you have this, you have the shoots, you have the flower. There's three things you can eat from it. The ground is going to bear bread. You're going to walk into your backyard, it's going to be a nice loaf of angel bread, or, or the, the, dirt, the dirt bread. And it's going to give you clothing made out of wool. Talmud made fun. He wasn't still making fun. Ah, it sounds stupid. He brings him a riot from a pasuk. <coughs> it doesn't fit in. There's nothing new under the sun. Let me show you. He showed him truffles and mushrooms that just grow. They're not connected to the ground, they just come up. And what are you showing with melos? Check this out. We, we know what this is. This is on a palm tree. You have these like strings that come. So it's, it's a dugma, it's a muscle of clothing that Akashbar creates threads, he'll create clothing. And everything will be just great when Mashiach comes. We shouldn't know from more tsaris. We shouldn't have more enough of these these uh, ilu nishmas and and and, and refuah shleimas. Beis Hashem, we won't need them anymore. Shira ma'alo, ismi ma'makim, kosicha adino.